good morning. It's been a couple of weeks since I've published a podcast for you, and I just want to let you know that I'm right on schedule, as I've been attempting to publish every two weeks. Um, So far, I've been successful. Um, I don't want to run out of content for you, and so I just want to make sure I pace myself. This week, I want to talk a little bit about something that I think you might all enjoy. It's about your potential. There are quite a few definitions for the word potential, and some of them are as follows. Possible as opposed to actual. Capable of being or becoming. It's a latent excellence or ability that may or may not be developed. Each and every one of us have a potential inside of us, whether we realize it or not. Some of us um, realize the potential that we have and are striving for it, while some of us may not know of the potential that lies within us. Some people are content just being a caterpillar, not knowing that they have the ability to be a butterfly. Some of us are content with being just a seed when we have the potential to become a great tree. And so as we go into this podcast, sit back, relax, um, subscribe if you haven't already, and enjoy the the podcast. This short story is called Push That Cow Down the Cliff. A long time ago, a monk set out on his travels accompanied by his assistant, a brother. Night was falling when the monk told the brother to go on ahead to find lodging. The brother searched the deserted landscape until he found a humble shack in the middle of nowhere. A poor family lived in the hovel. The mother, father, and children were dressed in rags. The brother asked if he and the monk could spend the night in their dwelling. You are most welcome to spend the night, said the father of the family. They prepared a simple meal consisting of fresh milk, cheese, and cream for the brother and the monk. The brother felt moved by their poverty and even more by their simple generosity. When they finished eating, The monk asked them how they managed to survive in such a poor place, so far away from the nearest neighbors and town. The wife looked to her husband to answer. In a resigned tone of voice, he told them how they managed to survive. We have one cow. We sell her milk to our neighbors who do not live too far away. We hold back enough for our needs and to make some cheese and cream That is what we eat. The next morning, the brother and the monk said their goodbyes and set out to continue their journey. After the monk and the brother had walked a few miles, the monk turned to the brother and said, Go back and push the cow off the cliff. Father, the brother replied, They live off the cow. Without her, they will have nothing. 
the monk repeated his order, Go back and kill the cow. With a heavy heart, the brother returned to the hovel. He worried about the future of the family because he knew they depended on the cow to survive. His vow of obedience bound him to follow the orders of the wise monk. He pushed the cow off the cliff. Years later, the young brother became a monk. One day, he found himself on the same road where he found lodging so many years ago. Driven by a sense of remorse, he decided to visit the family. He rounded the curve in the road and to his surprise, he saw a splendid mansion surrounded by landscaped gardens and the place where the hovel used to be. The new house exuded a sense of prosperity and happiness. The monk knocked on the door. A well-dressed man answered. The monk asked, Whatever became of the family who used to live here? Did they sell the property to you? The man looked surprised and said he and his family had always lived on the property. The monk told him how he had stayed in a hovel on the same spot with his master, the old monk. What happened to the family that lived here? He asked. The man invited the monk to stay with him as his guest. While they ate, the host explained how the family's fortune changed. You know, father, we used to have a cow. She kept us alive. We didn't own anything else. One day, she fell down the cliff and died. To survive, we had to start doing other things, develop skills we did not even know we had. We were forced to come up with new ways of doing things. It was the best thing that ever happened to us. We are now much better off than before. Consider this. If you always do what you always did, you will always get what you always got. Quote by Henry Ford. Do you have a cow you need to push off the cliff? What's the cow's name? What are some of the things and habits you have been relying on for a very long time? Things and behaviors that are perhaps holding you back. John chapter 12, verse 24. Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. There is something very special about a seed and the potential that a seed has. The seed is planted and undergoes some sort of process um, and then a sprout appears. Now the process varies a little bit on the, you know, whichever type of plant it is, but essentially it remains the same. And then once it is planted, a sprout appears and it grows into a full-fledged plant. But what happens to the seed? Can you dig up the plant and find its seed down at the bottom? You absolutely cannot. 
it's essentially died to itself. It ceases to be a seed in order for the plant to live. And it can no longer find its identity and that of its old self, which is a seed. In this way, it has died and it has ceased to exist as its original self. It's become something far different and lives a new kind of life. From the potential of life that is contained within the seed comes a new life, capable of producing fruit. Where a seed cannot produce fruit, its plant form can. It can't do this on its own though. It needs to be planted, nurtured, and nourished. Some seeds, though, do not die to themselves. Perhaps they are rotten or are lacking some necessary element, but that internal or external, um, or they just don't take a proper hold into the ground. These seeds do not grow into anything other than themselves, and they are eventually forgotten, lost in the dirt, or thrown into a fire to be burned. So you see, as long as a seed is just a seed, it lives unto itself and it never produces the potential of its fruit. But when a seed dies to itself and it ceases to become a seed, it opens up and becomes a plant and produces the very fruit that it was meant to produce. Mark chapter 4, verses 3 through 8. Hearken, behold, there went out a sower to sow. And it came to pass, as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and the fowls of the air came and devoured it up. And some fell on stony ground, where it had not much earth, and immediately it sprang up, because it had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, it was scorched, and because it had no root, it withered away. And some fell on thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no fruit. And other fell on good ground, and it did yield fruit that sprang up and increased, and brought forth some thirty, and some sixty, and some an hundredfold. Now in the last segment, I talked about how a seed is but mere potential, as long as it is just a seed. And in order for the seed to realize its potential, it must be planted, it must die into itself, and cease to become a seed, but transform into a plant, what it's meant to be, in order to bear forth the fruit that it has the potential to bear. Now, in this parable, we see where a sower is sowing liberally seeds. And some fell on good ground, some didn't. And what I want to point your attention to is the fact that, you know, all of these seeds were 
potential. All of these seeds had the ability to manifest fruit. However, due to the ground that it was sowed in, uh, determined whether or not this seed full of potential brought forth fruit. I want to call your attention to your surroundings, your circle of influence, the people you hang out with, the places that you frequent, the things that you say and do. All of this has a part to play in what ground you are planted in. Who is speaking into your life? What things are you listening to? What things are you reading? What things are you watching? Who are you watching? You know, a seed cannot grow in a toxic ground. We as people, we have all the potential in the world to bring forth a bountiful harvest, a manifestation that will help the world. However, some of us due to our circle of influence will never reach the potential that we have some of us due to the things that we say the places we go the things we watch the people we watch will never reach the full potential that we are capable of reaching and so i want to encourage you don't just grow where you are planted grow where you will be able to manifest the potential that's inside of you if you are currently in a situation where you cannot grow where you know you have the potential to grow it's time to change something we all have a purpose we all have a plan God has ordained it he's put a stamp of approval on it and now we just have to manifest it For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. God's ways are higher than our ways, and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And no matter what we think about ourselves, there is always a potential to be greater than what we think. Why? Because God has created us to be fearfully and wonderfully made in his image. We have a potential inside of us to do the things that Jesus did and greater. He's empowered us to be able to speak to mountains and they be removed. He has given us the power to lay hands on the sick and that they recover. God has gifted us and anointed us and blessed us to have a potential greater than we can ever imagine. And so as I leave you with these thoughts today, realize that though you may be in a good place right now, 
there is always the potential to be greater as long as you are in God's hands.